1: One kiss is all it takes Possibilities I love that song, I love all her songs Mum What darling? We've got one of the biggest stars we've ever
2: had on Table Manners tonight
1: So excited She has something like
2: 40 million followers on Instagram
1: Christ
2: I swear I thought only the Kardashians had that She's an amazing singer She is one of the best pop stars out there She does brilliant dance routines. She is the winner of Best Female at the Brits. Her album's just come out. Poor girl had to push it forward because it got leaked. It's disco. She's brilliant. I love her. I love her songs. So, Mum, we've got a remote, special circumstances, table manners with Dua Lipa. How do you feel about that?
1: Don't pick up your phone. You know he's only calling because he's drunk and alone. Two don't let him in. You'll have to kick him out. Don't be his friend. I got new rules. No, I prefer one kiss. Mum, that's your like song for Corona, isn't it? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Don't let them in. Yeah. <laughs> Drink some more drinks. Don't pick up the phone. That's that's me. Um, how are you, mum? I saw you this morning.
1: Yeah. Jessie... Could you imagine me coming to your house and not bringing the food that you promised to bring? I know. I, Could you even contemplate that? I
2: think I am abusing the fact that your neighbours, Georgie and Damien, are amazing. My
1: neighbours, thanks for the kindness of strangers. That's all I can say. I'm Blanche Dubois. Oh, God. I'm really sorry. So I was just pulling a bit of tender
2: stem out my bloody tooth. We got the most amazing um, food box delivery from Smith & Brooks. Apparently we got like on this, one of these WhatsApp groups that's going around in South London and they're wholesalers and they can't um, stock to restaurants. So they've done these kind of boxes for people. And Sam went for the gourmet ones. So today for lunch, I had like this radicchio leaf that looked like a pink flower rose. Have you ever had it? It was like called Castello something. Anyway, it was gorgeous. I had it with Sicilian oranges and then I didn't have any uh, goat's cheese so I had it with Brie and it was fantastic. Um, But yeah, I'm really sorry that I didn't bring your eggs because I did actually buy them for
1: you. You didn't bring me bugger all. I know, I'm sorry. I'm running out of meat. You you promised me lamb chops as well. I'm going to get you... No, Mum, I'm getting you lamb chops. Um...
2: So, it's it's 6pm, it's Wednesday, we're in lockdown, my daughter's sitting on my lap because this is uh, the perfect time to try and host an uh, international superstar when it's bath time and bedtime. Yeah, my daughter's nodding, she just needs to be in on the action. And uh, we're about to have Dua Lipa dial in, and that's what's going on, and my mum gets to see her granddaughter, although we did see each other today, blowing kisses, Are you going to blow a kiss? Oh! Blow raspberries, blow kisses. Pff, cheeky. Oh, someone's dialling in. Right, I can see Doer, but can she see us? I'm not sure. She looks well confused. Hi. Doer. thanks for dialling in. Thanks for having me. I love that we were like, um, we were like, right, can Dua Lipa do it? And we miraculously got a message back saying yes. And we were like, oh, fuck. Okay, great. Amazing. (laughs) And then we were like, right, okay, well, this situation is, it's a bit changed. The podcast, usually we have you over at my mum's or mine. But obviously, corona has stopped this happening. So we were like, you have to have a meal ready and a drink because we had Grammy on last week and he was like yeah dinner's not ready yet so we were like no that's not how it works though okay so anyway um anyway bless you we we just dialed in it's all a bit of a, f- a kerfuffle to get in and then I've just seen like your your plate of food is there ready bless you yeah Thank I came you. ready
3: prepared it was like put in my diary because I had like a, a day of promo and it was like make food for the Jessie Ware's <laughs> podcast I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready I'm prepared I have everything what have you made well I made like um it's like impossible burger no beyond burger meat are you a vegan it doer together no I'm not but um I really like it and so it's kind of like instead of like ground beef with vegetables and mashed potatoes
2: are you a cook
3: are you a bit of a chef um I can cook I don't really see myself as a As a bit of a shit. I just like to do it. It's just fun. I don't ever do anything with measurements or anything. It's just kind of making up as I go along, trying it, tasting it and just being like, all right, this is perfect.
2: I guess it's been a bit of a weird week because the album leaked, which is a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. It's been
3: an emotional roller coaster. You know,
2: some things just come at you thick and fast sometimes. I think it's such sods law and hopefully somebody's getting sacked or whatever. (laughs) Somebody's getting killed. But like, I mean, it's I don't know I don't understand also it's just shitty you do all this work Mm. and then that happens however I don't look I don't think it's gonna affect you too much hopefully I don't think so I feel like you're gonna be all right
3: yeah I don't really know what what kind of happens but it is what it is and for me I'm just like fuck it you know people just get to hear it sooner if they want to hear it if they want to wait and stream it on their streaming services cool like that's kind of that's, that's the only way I can see it and I really just kind of made this album because everybody was like, oh, second album, like that's a really scary one. And there was so much pressure with it that I just wanted to basically make something that took me away from that, that took away that anxiety. And it's something that I just made just to have fun with. So I hope that, you know, now I was also toying with the idea of whether to put it out at this time at all. And I guess, you know, some things just happen for a reason. And I think... People, you know, maybe need it now more than ever.
2: Yeah, I hear you. Everyone needs a bit of disco and pop and fun. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, so listen, lockdown's happened. You're, I thought you lived in New York. Oh my God. Am I wrong? Well, I,
3: I, me and my boyfriend have a flat there.
2: But right. um,
3: because I was meant to go on tour at the end of April, we were like meant to like not carry on our lease, basically. Yeah. And we were meant to go back to New York. And then that kind of got... Obviously cancelled because of the travel ban. So we still have a flat there, but I haven't been in a little while, and I haven't been able to get there to move my shit out. Oh shit!
1: Dewey, your nails look gorgeous. Oh my! When did you last have them done? I'm very worried about all of this. I'm really worried about this. This situation is not good. If my nail bar goes, I'm going. Yeah, I really. I need to
3: figure out how to take gels off safely. Being in
1: quarantine. Just put them in acetone. And it, I know, but my nails, I need gel on them to keep them strong. I know. You can get a UV light on Amazon and gel nails. You can do it yourself. Oh. But would you say that's essential shopping, mum? It is essential to me, darling. I'm going to have no nails, grey and fat. Stop. <laughs>
3: When we don't get to go and get our roots touched up. I really don't oh, know what roots. I'm going to do with this got blonde. I've the
1: stuff with the hairdressers going to go through <laughs> it as I put it on. And it will be like death in Venice as the dark drips down my face. Oh, God. Um, what's the kind of the silliest
2: thing that you've bought whilst doing the kind of mad, maybe you haven't stockpiled, but like, you know, the mad dash going to the supermarket when you're like, I must get this. Like, this is essential. And then you come back and you're like, I didn't need that at all
3: um oh my god
2: or have you been really know. sensible
3: i'm trying to look around my kitchen and see i mean i have like four different hot sauces that maybe i was just like okay. end of the world must yeah. have but I, I other than that i think we've been quite good
2: you've been really sensible do
3: we've been i think we've been quite good
2: have you been eating leftovers i have actually yeah, yeah. tell me about your leftovers good. come on
3: <laughs> well actually the mashed potatoes
1: i'm having for my dinner today were made yesterday Good on ya. Yeah.
2: Right, Mum, what are you having for dinner?
1: I've made um, a salmon and broccoli lasagna. All right. No big yeah. deal, Mum. Very That's fancy. That's quite a big deal. Since you left, Jessie, I've got things with cream in, cheese in, meat in. Are you vegan, Jessie?
2: Am I a fuck babe? I just like my husband but the is The um, husband
1: is. Oh. He's a
2: pain in the ass with the vegan <laughs> protein powder. It's a fucking pain.
1: The end of the world's coming. Hasn't he decided that it's okay to Well, it's funny that,
2: Mum, because I made him lamb stew and and then we had leftovers and I and it tastes even better the next day. And also my friend had corona down the road because we're in a rental because we moved out to make sure Mum was okay because my house we were supposed to move into my house tomorrow, but removal men aren't working so we have nothing there so whatever it doesn't matter it's fine um so we're in this rental and my mate had corona down the road and like he's single and so I was like babe like we really should give him that crumble it was like mother's day I it was a crumble and I was like come on let's give him the crumble we don't need the fucking crumble for six people like it's fine he was like fine and then I made this lamb stew I said, babe, we should really give him some, and he was just like so pissed off that I was giving him our like leftovers. Anyway, oh, Sam, yeah, Sam, Sam's loving the lamb stew. Sam was loving the chicken roast. Sam's asking what's next on like the carnivore menu. So like, Mister Vegan Vegetarian is like He's gone know, out the window, sort of falling at the, oh, absolutely, <laughs> man. Um, but okay, so I have, what I have just, you got? I well, I've got leftovers where I did that Ottolenghi trick of roasting vegetables and then putting lime juice and lime zest on at the end with feta, and it's lovely, um, and it's just really easy. So I've got that from yesterday, and then I've just, we got this amazing veg delivery box from these wholesalers that usually send to restaurants. So we signed up for a delivery, and we got, Sam chose the gourmet one, so like we've been having the most ridiculous kind of, I mean, I feel like I'm eating out every day. Um, so I've just done Cavallonero with some kale, shallots, I've put put wine in everything. I'm drunk the whole time. So there's wine in there and lemon, lemon juice, Dijon, salt, pepper, olive oil. And then because I just did kids' bedtime and food, cod, uh, like cod fish cakes. So it's a complete shit mix. It's not gourmet at all. It's a bit of a shit mix. It's like, it's a bit of everything. Oh, wow. So I want to know about growing up. Were you born in Albania? No, I was born in London. Okay, North London, North West London girl. Yeah, in
3: Camden. Well, I was born St. Mary's Hospital in Baker Street, but my parents lived in Finchley Road. So North West London. Swiss Cottage. Those are kind of like, that's my like area where I grew up. And then... Which school? I went to Fitzjohn's Primary School and then I went to Parliament Hill for secondary school.
2: So I want to know, growing up in North West London, what were you eating being Albanian? Are both your parents Albanian? Yeah, both my parents are Albanian. And I mean...
3: You know, when when I was living in London, first to begin with, with my parents, because then when I was 11, I moved to Kosovo with my family. Uh-huh. And then when I was 15, I moved back to London on my own. So when I was living with my mum, obviously at a young age, my mum would always cook at home. And we would either have like, just, you know, whatever, like protein and vegetables and meats and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Or like my mum would make something traditional, which would be, pita, which is like a spinach and cheese pastry, which is so delicious, which is something that I always crave after I come back from tour. I haven't seen my mum in really long. And she's like, what do you want me to make? And I'm like, pita. Um, And that's always really delicious. Or she makes sarma, which is like ground beef and rice in vine leaves.
1: Oh, so it's like Greek food a
3: bit. It's, it's very similar. So a lot of Balkan yeah. food has a lot of similarities in it, or it's like stuffed peppers with, again, like meat yeah. and rice and that kind of stuff is very quite like wholesome and hearty
2: food. But did you, like, so we've been asking everybody on this series, well, for the last few, um, what was your lunchbox like? My lunchbox? um, did it have like? Were you were you one where your mum used to do embarrassing sandwiches that were soggy and you'd be embarrassed to get them out? I mean, sometimes my tuna mayo sandwiches would always go really soggy. Miserable, miserable. Tuna
3: mayo would always go really soggy, but then I'd always, always also really want like a Nutella sandwich. That would always be in my pack lunch.
2: Nutella,
3: like Nutella sandwich. You'd get a
2: Nutella sandwich.
3: Yeah. Did your mum like? Nutella you? sandwiches
1: and a fucking penguin too. Oh my God, she's a mum after my own heart. I know, it was... Jessie won't be doing any of that. Her children no.
3: Deprived. Now times have changed so much. But I remember when it was like healthy food day or something and I'd always forget to get the memo and the teachers would like come to give the best prize for who has the healthiest lunchbox. Oh my God. So every time I'd fucking open up my lunchbox, it would just be like hula hoops, a penguin and an Nutella sandwich. I'd lose the every best. time.
1: <laughs> I bet you Amazing. ate all your, food, your, all your lunch though, didn't you?
3: Oh, I loved it. It was great, it, yeah. was,
1: it was something to look forward to. <laughs> Which Disney
2: princess or uh, hero did you have on your lunchbox or were you a My Little Pony kind of girl?
3: Um, I can't really remember what I had on my lunchbox. I mean, sometimes I would just put it in a backpack, but some, I can't really remember. I had lunchboxes, I had maybe two, but I really can't. I actually I, can't remember. I had remember.
2: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but you're younger than me, how old are you? I'm 24. Oh, fuck you, Dewey. You're so young. You're so young and so successful. (laughs) God, it's
1: only about about two years since she opened her (laughs) lunchbox.
3: And I still can't bloody remember what was on it. But I feel like I had like, um, I I did have this like jean. It was almost like a JD sports bag, you know, the ones with a drawstring on them. But it was just like a jean bag like that, which I had like pinned cool D on it. And um, that's where I put my food a lot of the time.
2: No wonder your sandwiches are a bit soggy, because they're all sinking to the bottom. There was no, you know, structure in there. <laughs> and the they penguin kept no digging into it every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you call it pid- pide? Not pide. 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 Is it the pita. Is it kind of what you'd call spanakopita in Greece?
3: Uh, I, think they're, I think they're probably really similar, yeah. Okay. And why
2: did you move to Kosovo when you were...
3: Was it 10? I was, no, I was 11, yeah. I moved back to 11. Kosovo because, you know, when the war happened in Kosovo and my parents moved to the UK, they yeah. had every intention of going back, you know. Right. So they, you know, they they stayed and they worked in London and they did everything they, they had to do. Things just obviously um, lasted a lot longer than they'd hoped. Cause my grandmother's uh, Bosnian on my mum's side. And so they kind of went through the war in Bosnia, my parents together, and then the one in Kosovo and then moved to London. Oh, jeez. So it was just, um, you know, my dad got a job after he'd kind of finished his uni in in London, got a job that he uh, wanted to do, which was back in Pristina, which was kind of doing marketing and advertising in Kosovo for like a telecommunications agency called IPCO, which is like a Slovenian telecom but anyway my dad did that went and did like the marketing for them and then worked for them for like a few years and then opened up his own like advertising agency in Kosovo so we were just like we lived in Kosovo I went to school there I kind of just because Albanian was like my first language Mm. um and I always spoke at home I learned English in school I always felt really confident at the idea of you know going back to Kosovo and I felt like I could like really pick up where you know with 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 the Albanian that I knew but I kind of went in as the new girl as somebody who could speak Albanian with an English accent (laughs) somehow I just kind of picked up just like little bits and you know had to kind of go in and learn science and maths and you know in Albanian in Albanian yeah (laughs) so from what I was kind of speaking at home which I thought I knew really well it was clearly you know I had a lot of learning to do and a lot of like grammar to learn and Learning to properly read and write in the language, too, is, is, I had a lot to kind of pick up in the first couple of years that I was there.
2: But then you came back here. Yeah. At 15 on your own. Yes. That's so brave. (laughs) Was that to
3: pursue music? Yeah, that was because I wanted to do music. You know, when I was in Kosovo, I, I loved to do, like, I was always doing music when I was living in London before I went to Kosovo. But it was when I went to Kosovo that I realized I didn't really have the opportunities that I would have, you know, in London. And I guess I was lucky that my parents had moved to London. And then I also had a British passport and I was born in London. So I was like a British citizen and had the opportunity to come back to London and like do music and do my GCSEs at the
2: same time. And But what did food entail then as a 15 year old who's come back, who's living on there or living with a family or whatever? <laughs>
3: I was living with a family friend. So it was like one of my parents' friends daughters were studying from kosovo moved to london to go to london school of economics and do a degree and because my parents knew her parents i went in and started living with her
2: so she was basically like a what like a young woman she was a teenager no she i guess she was like in her twenties. Oh my God. So then you two are just living together. Yeah. I want to know what you were eating.
3: She she had like her own life. Her boyfriend was still living in Kosovo. So she had like this whole dramatic situation going on. She didn't care about anything that I was doing. So I just had friends over the whole time. And I mean, food wise, it was like pastas. It was sometimes I'd like bake a salmon, pot noodles,
2: that kind of shit yeah but like did you feel like you you must have grown up very quickly then eh like living in the like in, in, I know that London was where you were born and you knew it but you know having that kind of independence at such a young age were you going to a like a performing arts school or something was no I was just going to a normal oh you went to Parliament
3: Hill yeah Parliament Hill yeah just um yeah I did that like you're really brave did my GCSEs but my friends like they became my family so my best friends like Sarah and Ella who were like the first two girls to talk to me when I first went to Pali they were like the first two girls to come and say hi and be like hey like we know you're new come and have like food with us and I'd spend my lunches with them and I kind of never really let go of them my mum would come and visit as often as she could from Kosovo but um, any other time like Ella and Sarah's like family really kind of took me in like I would go and spend Christmas with Ella and like we would just kind of stay at home and whenever I would like feel lonely they'd come and stay the night so my bond with you know my friends we've just been really close and they're my family really.
1: Where do your parents live now? Do my you? parents live in
3: London so when I um they they moved back I guess five years ago now I guess when I kind of started touring and traveling and and being away so much, I think my parents wanted to be really close to where I am. And my little brother and sister, Rina and Jin, came back to London and then carried on their school and stuff. So we they, they just kind of moved so we could all be close together. I guess everyone thought that I was just going to go to uni after school. Um, but I, I wanted to take like a gap year, which then I kind of found um, my manager, Ben... And I just kept going to the studio and things just kind of happened one thing after the other. I never really expected it to go kind of as, as quickly as it did. But I, I never ended up going back to university. And so my parents then moved to to London.
1: If you hadn't done so brilliantly well at music, what would you have done?
3: I'd probably still be trying, if I'm really honest.
1: OK, so music is just the be all and end all. Yeah,
3: it was it it really is everything to me and it's like the thing that makes me the happiest and so that's that's the only thing I really wanted to do
2: can I ask you we ask everybody what their last supper would be so involves a starter a main a pudding and a drink of choice does it all have to like go together no no god no 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 no
3: um fuck a starter Last meal, okay, starter would probably be like burrata with like tomatoes and balsamic vinegar and lots of bread. <laughs> if this is the last meal, I'm going to go in. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I'm kind of torn between whether I would do like a really good fish and chips as my main mm. from like the seashell on Listen Grove.
1: Oh, I love them. Which is so yes.
3: banging. That's like my yes. favorite fish and chip shop ever um what do you order there just fish and chips or like yeah. cod and chips cod and chips mushy peas pickle lots of tartar sauce douse it in vinegar and salt yeah that's the vibe or gorgeous i'd get a good caribbean jack chicken rice and peas festival course law
2: where would you get it from is there a particular place that you like there's a really good uh place just on delivery called one stop
3: which is banging it's just like a really um proper... are they still open i don't you know what? i haven't checked babe Come I know. on i i thought i was like now's the time for me just to like make everything myself i know did you buy lentils i did buy lentils and beans <laughs> <laughs> ones that you're
2: never gonna soak or yeah. did you get canned well actually they can so they're soaked already that's all right smart i'm so bored of lentils already i'm so fucking bored of them <laughs> honestly i was like what do i make i mean you know whatever it's 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 it's, it's fine we're okay we're fine yeah. um so okay so so jerk um and then pud what's pud uh
3: sticky toffee pudding everyone says that it's so good though why would like what's your favorite what would you say I actually need to hear what your final, like, last meals were, would be.
1: Jesse's is, well, I think we're almost similar. Um, so because we're Jewish, we love chicken soup. Okay. Yeah. Jewish chicken soup okay. with matzo balls. I love roast dinners, any roast dinner I love. And then we both love, tri- we're almost the same. We both love trifle, don't we? Love
2: trifle and tiramisu. I don't know if I found my perfect tiramisu yet. There was one in Streatham that was really good. But like, yeah, tiramisu is fantastic.
1: Okay. i like anything i with like cream.
2: i really like
3: tri- trifle and actually a really good roast dinner
1: yeah roast dinners are great do you
3: know where they do a really amazing roast dinner where there's this pub called the law of the land in fitzrovia it's oh. like i've never heard of this it's like guy Ritchie's pub that he's just opened oh and the lamb roast there is
0: oh. so jesse
3: we're going banging is the only way to describe it. It's so good. They do like a 72 hour, like cooked lamb with mint oh, yeah. sauce and all the goods. It's delicious. That's a really, really good one. You have to go.
2: When you get to be in New York, do you, I, I love New York food. I feel like it's got such a good restaurant scene because everyone just eats out, don't they? So where are some of your favorite spots in New York?
3: Um, there's this really good little Japanese comfort food spot in New York called Bessu. Yeah. It's on Bleeker Street. I, I think it's kind of new. I'm not sure, but they do amazing. Just like the food is so good. Um, and then again, another Japanese spot. I mean, this is like a small four seat, like omakase outside, um, called Sushi on Jones, which me and my boyfriend always go to. That's like our little, like, hole in the wall date spot with the best sushi ever um which is really good and that's um kind of opposite the bowery on like jones street and like a little corner um what else is really oh lilia in brooklyn have you been i don't know this place no oh the Fucking pasta. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my
2: God. No, you haven't listened to this podcast. We swear, babe, don't worry Okay,
3: about. okay, good. Um, the pasta is so good. They do these amazing, also they do these amazing like cacio e pepe balls and they're these deep fried balls which you open up and they have like parmesan and cracked pepper. It's just like the cacio e pepe flavoring in the balls. Like an
2: arancini cacio e like pepe. Yeah, but oh it's, it's
3: hollow and just melts in your... Anyway, it's so... It's like a Cacio Pepe Kiev. It's so good. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so good. It sounds fab. And then, I mean, the pastas are to die for. They have, like, amazing, like, agnolotti and... um Really good. That's a really good spot. I'm trying to think what else do I really love in New York. The blue cheeseburger at Spotted Pig with the shoestring fries is...
2: Very oh good. yeah, that sounds heaven. Blue cheese burger. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they
3: do these really thin French fries, like really thin. They're like shoestring, and you just ugh, they're
2: delicious to die for. Heaven. Um. So why did you? Why did you choose New York over LA? Because I kind of, I'm interested. I really like that you chose New York. Because I feel like every bugger goes to LA, don't they? Yeah, I just love. I love New York. I love
3: the energy of it. I love the people. I love the food. It feels like London, just a little bit more hectic. Um, I've always felt like really at home every time, like especially when I first started writing. There were still a couple producers left in New York, yeah. Before everybody left for LA, and I just had such like such a great time there. And I really think the food brought me back because now when I think about it, I went for these amazing soup dumplings <laughs> in this Ooh, place yeah. called Shanghai Cafe, New York, on Mott Street. And I think they just kept having me coming back. And that was just something (laughs) that I had to come back for. There's just so many good spots.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
2: I wanted to know, um, do you have anything particularly, like, interesting on your rider? Or are you quite straightforward on the old rider?
3: Um, quite Food straightforward. Wise. Snacks. I like to have... I like a Pez. <laughs> oh, that is not that straightforward,
2: actually.
3: <laughs> I like to have a Pez from every different, like, city I'm in. So when I'm touring, I get, like, all these bloody weird Pezes. And how are your teeth? Uh, all right so far I do brush well (laughs) but yeah other than that it's quite straightforward um I like like a I I know I've spoken about hot sauce before but I like a local hot sauce a pez and then different like crisps and that kind of stuff
2: I think that's good but I've always been I'm so neurotic but I'm like hot um acid um heat on the on the vocal cords but you're just like nah fuck it I'm gonna have some hot sauce and pez
3: Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'm careful about it, but sometimes I'm okay. I, try, I don't do dairy when I'm singing. Okay. I also stop drinking and I don't
2: smoke either so when I'm touring okay fair enough well so, yeah, yeah you're pretty you, you can have a bit of hot sauce fine so. yeah. and I heard that John Legend apparently I don't know if this is totally wrong somebody told me that John Legend eats chicken wings before he sings because he likes how they coat his throat but I, I really need him to do that I really need him to do the podcast to clarify yeah so you this. can
3: ask him that's crazy yes I couldn't imagine I know, but- singing after eating chicken wing chicken wings
2: I know, like if you've played in Austin and you go, yeah, I'll have that barbecue before, yeah. uh, uh, you know, before the show, and then you're just like, there's no way I'll be able to move. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, do you think you've got good table manners? Uh, yeah, I do. I think so. What do you think's the worst table manner in somebody else?
3: Chewing with your mouth open. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah,
1: it's about, it's a, that's a very common one. Oh, so my alarm's gone off. Why is that? Was my Acado alarm? Be? No, it was my Accardo alarm that was four hours, and I'm still. They're still. Oh, they're saying your wait time is ten minutes, Jesse. Oh my God! I've been <laughs> waiting for my Accardo delivery for far, to get even online five hours. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it?
3: I, we tried to order online actually.
1: So they're saying ten minutes. I'm going to have to do it, Jess.
2: What? So Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're in the middle of something. What are you going to do? You're going to click whilst we're...
1: I'm going to order. put my order on. I've waited five hours to be able to order.
2: Sorry, do it. Just the b- biggest pop sorry, star in Do-er. the world, but mum will be doing <laughs> no, her no, Ocado no, no, order. No, 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 I won't. Honestly,
3: I'll wait, I'll please. I'll make them wait. I know how precious the Ocado delivery is. We tried to get online. It was like, you're in a virtual queue. Your wait time is... Up to two hours. I
1: was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I've been doing it for four. That was four hours, and they're still saying we've got half an hour to go. Get get your order in now, doer. What do you need for the?
2: You know, on, on the on the list. Yeah, I'll let you have some.
0: <laughs>
1: doer, if you if we're at a kind of party to celebrate the end of coronavirus and you have to sing a karaoke song, which one would it be? And it can't be one of yours because I think I might sing one of yours, (laughs) One Kiss, I love it. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Oh my God, what would be my
3: karaoke song? Um, Do you like karaoke? No, I hate
1: it. So does
3: Jessie. Me too. Is it because we sing for a living? Yes. Yes. We sing for our (laughs) supper and then that's why we're just like, so that's why if I was to go karaoke, I'd have to pick like a rap song, so I'd be really rubbish yeah. at it.
2: I hear I hear you.
3: Do it. You,
1: does your album come out tonight? No, my album tomorrow? comes out
2: on
3: Friday, but my new single comes out tonight.
1: And what's your new single called? It's called Break My Heart.
3: So it's just um yeah, I'm really excited about this song. Um comes out tonight. Like a celebration of vulnerability and like falling in love I oh, will and... go
1: straight to number one don't worry darling get the champagne ready <laughs> thank you it, you'll be fine and have you got a whole load of outfits have you got a kind of theme for your tour well I did but my whole tour's now been postponed oh, oh. so
3: it's been a little bit rubbish but I guess there's bigger problems in the world and so we just have yep. to all be like healthy and safe um and so I've just postponed it like 2021 is when now my UK and Europe tour is happening so that will be our year because I thought 2020 would be
2: (laughs) babe thanks so much for doing this I know you've got like a mad week thank you so much it's been so fun good luck yeah good luck you don't need it you're amazing and um And honestly, I'm so happy for you. You you make the best pop music out there, and I love it. It makes everyone so happy. That means so much to me. 2021's your year, baby. (laughs) Our year (laughs) for live touring. 2021 is the one.
3: Thank you so much, guys. Love it. Eat eat well. Look after yourself. Eat those lentils. Stay healthy. Get that Ocado delivery.
2: I'm
1: eating, I'm she, starving. Me too. Dua Lipa has the most beautiful speaking voice. Oh, it's, that's, it's like chocolate. It's like chocolate. It's almost exactly like you imagine her singing. You know, if you heard her singing voice, that's how you'd imagine her speaking voice. She could be the new Galaxy voice. I know. Or Ferrero Rocher. Oh, shit. Well, chocolate sandwiches, darling. It's oh, yes, flood. she could be the
2: new voice of Nutella.
1: She was actually a very nice girl, wasn't she?
2: Very nice. I really wanted you to sing to her, Mum.
1: I did want to sing, but I didn't want to let myself down, darling.
2: But Mum, um, we just had an international superstar on who joined but us she for is, dinner.
1: She is such a lovely girl. No pretension, just really lovely, and, but really loves her music. I mean, really committed. I'll tell you one thing, Jess, she's going to be in trouble with those nails. <laughs> She'll not get those buggers off.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week and we're going to try and lock down some more international superstars because everyone's at home so you can't hide from us. We're coming for you. Table Manners Special Circumstances is coming for you. David Beckham, watch out. Will Smith, I got you. Um, No, we've got some amazing people Um, locked up for quarantine lined up and locked up and we'll be coming back to you uh, to try and lighten up your week and we really do hope you stay safe wash your hands stay indoors if you don't
1: go out you can't get it that's my motto and can I just tell you my salmon and broccoli lasagna is delicious it does have about three pounds of cheese in it's so delicious I'm so glad you're not living here because I wouldn't have been able to make this honourably. I'd quite like that, actually. I think everything's
2: gone out the window. I mean, you know, no one has to see me for a good few months. Um, Listen, we're going now. I need to eat my food and I want to watch Tiger King. So uh, everyone stay well. Table Manners Special Circumstances is signing out.
1: Bye. Oh, I'm going to have to go. (gasps) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Bye. It's not a cardo. waited four and a half hours and they say no slots. I could have told them that before.
2: Thank you for listening. The music you've heard on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams.